we welcome you to Bonehead. Do we really welcome them? I do. I mean, I mean you I, know who we'd nice welcome even keep more. Stopping by. It, you, we'd welcome more people that wanted to give us money. I mean, don't yeah. get us wrong, everybody else. You're welcome here. Yeah, it's free. But, it's a free service. I mean, yeah, we service yeah, I mean, you freely. Maybe, you know, if we had uh, some money, buy a nice coat for winners. I mean, I'm not saying anybody. Yeah, I, I actually had one of the buttons fall off of my, my work coat. Oh, that's bad. I know. But, and you know, he, when I say work coat from Eastern Kentucky, I think of a raggedy kind of, you know, that I'm laying out in the mud and the dirt. When I say work coat now, it's, it's just my black pea coat that goes with. Well, know, no, I was about to say, but in my stuff. mind, I want you to I want people to imagine you as like a Victorian era street beggar. Like, yeah. oh, it's, it was my finest work coat. It was alms, alms. alms for the poor. Don't overlook. I have the fatness. I have a condition. <laughs> I swear I only consume like 400 calories a day <laughs> and it's from rats alright so we're here and those rats are deep fried <laughs> it's the only way you can make sure you kill I was about to say fuck you Chad how else would you cook them <laughs> yeah you, you can't fricassee them you can't no. bake them they don't bake worth a shit no no here's the, disgusting, here's the disgusting part rats technically served medium rare Ew. I know, I know. By the way, true story. They, found out duck is actually supposed to be served medium rare. Weird. Ew. Yeah, no, it's, it's one of those things that there's certain things that just should not be served unless I know that. I was going to say, why does it take 24 hours to make something medium rare? Because don't you have to order duck like 24 hours ahead of time? I don't know. I've never ordered a duck. Neither I don't have know. I. I've but always heard that. Ever, In well, every movie I've heard. <laughs> I don't know, Chad, but if you Actually, ever you know eat a what? I think I was with Dave one time in Florida, and he over ordered pressed duck. But I f- fuck me if I can remember. This really has nothing to do with the topic. The duck. They How just does put the a duck get press credentials. Well, I, I think gonna... they put it on like a fryer, and there's a metal thing, you know, like you would some people do the burgers. Yeah, 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 something like that. I so, had it's going to be duck. they put him underneath a hot lamp and talk about where it was on June 19th. They do orange duck. Why don't they do strawberry duck? Yeah. That's more expensive. Or raspberry beret duck. Oh, the kind you find in a secondhand, <laughs> secondhand store. store. Just, well, let me finish my bad joke. I was going to make it earlier. Hey, Chad, As opposed to all these If you ones. ever eat a psychic, make sure you get the medium rare. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if Ken Boggle still watches this, but that was for you, Ken. That was Ken. I want to eat Ken medium rare. Well, welcome you to Bonehead. So what we're going to do today in between some wonderful, wonderful interviews that we've just done and will be doing is talking about the shit we missed in 2020 that's coming out in 2021. Or 2022. Or 2022. Yeah, maybe leaning toward 2022. Or it done already came out in 2020 on somebody's streaming service. We're going to be talking about the things that we're looking forward to. Did I get that right, gentlemen? Well, no. I, I, I thought we were going to talk about what you should watch since you can't watch what you were looking forward to. All right. See, I totally screwed it up. So let's watch about what we can to do there with what we went. You are just speaking ancient Sumerian Hebrew, Lloyd, <laughs> and ain't making not nary a bit of sense. I done went and got that COVID stuff. All right. So go ahead. Who wants to go first? James, well, you or- go. So, so basically what, what we did, uh, for those that want to know the process that want to know how the sausage is made, um, we looked at a list of films that were supposed to come out in 2020 or early 2021 that have been pushed back 
And a lot of these films we were looking forward to. And so uh, what we wanted to do, if, if you're like us and you're like, oh, I was really looking forward to that and COVID and, and whatever, uh, bears or whatever, whatever else is stopping these movies from coming out, um, studio politics, uh, you know, what can you watch since you can't watch what you wanted to watch because of the delay? So, for instance, I'm going to start with one that I don't know how many people are extremely looking forward to this, but the film Antlers uh, being produced ah! by Del Toro. You got one of mine. Del Toro uh, is producing it. It was supposed to come out April 17th of 2020. Mm-hmm. And then it got pushed to February 19th, 2021, which would be, you know, later this month. And now it's pushed till October 29th, 2021 and may get bumped again. Uh, my recommendation for that is if you're looking for something like that, I thought about what movies are out there that have some star power behind them, have some people behind the scenes that I find interesting, I think have done interesting work, but also involve children. And so I just came up with the idea, you should watch Hidden, uh, directed by the Duffer Brothers, Strange Things, stars Alexander Starsgard, Andrea Riseborough, and Emily Adeline Lind. When did this come out, James? I've actually never seen it. I've seen uh, it, The Hidden, the New Line Cinema horror film. Yeah, from I don't the know 80s. if I've it ever even heard of I've never I even believe, heard of this one. If memory serves, it was 2015. It may have even been before Stranger Things hit big. But it's about this family. They have a daughter, and they have to, they're living underground. They're hiding from something. You don't know necessarily in the beginning what they're hiding from. I don't want to give the film away, uh, but they call them breathers. There's breathers outside, and they're in kind of this bomb shelter. And uh, the child has a nightmare one night that the breathers are getting in. And later on, they find out the rat is actually able to get in, which means that their sealed hatch is not the only way in. And that kind of spirals into this other thing where they're trying to find where the rat is and all this stuff. And what's interesting about it is all the rules the parents come up for for this child of, you know, don't lose your temper. That's how you get caught. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. And it all builds and builds. And while it's not the highest rated film, the reveal is interesting and what it kind of looks at and this idea of what all of this means. So if you're waiting for antlers, I would say check out The Hidden. I think it was 2015 that it came out. Um, it's it's uh, the, if you like Stranger you're Things, right, it came out in 2015. Cool. Uh, the Duffer Brothers, you know, it's it's different than Stranger Things, but it's worth your time if you're waiting for antlers. So that's a, just an example of how we're going to do this. All right. I can do more, folks, but I'll pass the baton. Joe, your microphone's not working. Oh yeah, no. sorry. No. I kind of want to talk about if I don't mind, if you don't mind, because one of mine. I don't know what Antlers is going to be. Scott Cooper directed Antlers, and if you've seen Crazy Heart, then you know exactly what to expect from from Antlers. He said sarcastically, Scott Cooper directed Antlers. I think Jeff Bridges won an Academy Award for Crazy Heart, right, guys? Yep. Yeah. the same guy. Uh, So so the thing that I'd like to see, or that I think recommends, because I have no idea, and the director of this, has talked about there there may actually be a sequel to another movie that he made is the descent uh, neil marshall I, I just love the descent it's the scariest movie i've saw i've seen in probably the last 15 20 years it's one of the few things that got to me we've talked about it on the show so i don't know if that has anything to do with antlers but if i couldn't see antlers i would say the descent or dog soldiers anything by neil marshall well those two things plus uh, I'm, anybody else looking forward to neil marshall's 
follow up the dog soldiers he announced he's talking about maybe he'd get in the zoo as long as it's better than hellboy holy boy oh <laughs> uh, i wonder how much of that was the actual producers and whatnot i know Man, that there I was a lot of issues it's damn near unwatchable chad you're right it is unwatch. it is terrible the even is that I mean, made that much worse because the first two were so good? No, it's a pretty bad movie. Yeah. It's it's by it's far bad. Neil Marshall's worst film. And the effects in it are terrible. I mean, we've and talked about that. I mean, it's, it's just... It's set up yeah, for a trilogy, no. too. It's just awful. It, yeah, ugh. But, um, so I'll, I'll get off Antlers, and I'll talk about um, one movie that I was looking forward to because I love the murder mystery movies. I always do. They always suck me in, always, if, especially if it's a really good one. Um, we saw Knives Out really good film uh so i was really looking forward to death on the nile even though it has gil gadot in it um <laughs> i can't stand her slander guys. why why can't. whenever she's in a movie i just it just I, something about her acting just just goes through me i know that's a very unpopular opinion but i just can't stand her acting i just can't and wonder We're woman about wonder woman right Wonder Woman was about her, the first Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 1984. I'm sorry, people. It's terrible. I, I haven't really, actually seen it, so I can't I comment one way or the other. Um, you'll probably disagree with me. <laughs> but uh, Wonder Woman is just, uh, it's, they're, I'm trying to, I'm blanking on the movie she did um, with Isla Fisher and where John Hamm and Zach Galifianakis, but she was the most annoying part about that movie too. And Oh, it's very, that one's, it's kind of a bomb. I know what you're talking about. I've only yeah. seen scenes from it. It came and went quickly. Nobody really saw it. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. but death, I was really looking forward to seeing Death on the Nile. Um, it's been pushed back to September 17th, 2021. Thank well, you. Murdered James. on the Orient Express was good. Yeah, it was really good. And I like Kenneth Branagh as, as Perot. Um, but I was trying to think of a of an, another replacement for Death on the Nile that you could see. And uh, I went a little um crazy on this one because i want to i'm going to list three recommendations i'm going to uh for this one uh the first one i want to recommend is you uh it kind of came and went uh under the under the radar uh edward norton's motherless brooklyn motherless brooklyn is a great murder mystery film he's really great in it he plays a, a detective with tourettes um if you haven't seen it check it out i will i i love this movie um so it's a murder mystery film so that will get the appetite going. Um, I also got to recommend Murder by Death. If you if you haven't seen Murder by Death, check it out because Moose Talk on do? Wall. And Sorry. then uh, and then I'm gonna go even more old school, and uh, I wanted to talk about a classic who done it, and I want to talk about The Thin Man. See that uh, it's if you want to see a classic who done it, The Thin Man can do you no wrong. William, yeah. William Powell and uh, Myrna no, Loy. It's one of the best movies ever made. One, one of the, the best, best whodunits. Yeah, and one of the best, and, and the chemistry between those two is amazing. Um, so yeah, if, just if you can't see Death on the Nile, I gave you three recommendations to get you till September. Hopefully it'll come out in September. Hopefully it won't be pushed back another time. Well, Chad, I'm actually going to tack on two more movies you can check out. I'm Go a big it. fan of Peter Ustinov, and he did Poirot himself twice. Uh, and his included evil under the uh, evil under the sun and appointment with death. That was the two times that he played Poirot in a theatrical released film. I have never so seen any of those. Neither if have you I. Uh, if you like whodunits and are waiting for Death on the Nile, 
there's two Perot films, and this Peter Ustinov. And I give you, I want to back, I want to, I want to just piggyback. If you guys get a chance, if you're really into Peter Ustinov, which you should be, he's a great storyteller. Mm-hmm. If you can YouTube some Peter Ustinov interviews, he was wonderful, and he did. Oh, I can't think of the famous British. It's not um, for David Frost. It's another person. He just did his show over and over, and just one great story after another. It's a fantastic Rancun tour. Wow. All right, James, it, Joe, would you, is it James? my time? Or is yeah, it me? I, I, I mean, I can throw more out, but yeah, no, is- no, no, no. I'm cool. I um, I was really looking forward to. Di- well, okay. So, on our previous episode, we talked a little to Alex Proyas about Dune, the new Dune coming out, and it's directed by Denny Venezuela. I think I got close to that, right, guys? I'm pretty sure it's Denny Venezuela. Pretty sure it's pretty DV close. is what I call him. Well, I, mean, you don't hey, I, call, I call him that. So hey, I really, <laughs> I really oh, want to see hope his middle name doesn't start with an M. DMV. <laughs> Waited down there for that asshole for hours. DMV. He got him standing in line. Uh, anyway, I really wanted to see it, but I do. Alex Proyas had a couple of interesting remarks to say and i agree now, with he what he's confirmed that's what he was talking about well no he didn't he didn't confirm because he didn't want to say anything bad about other filmmakers now I, when i saw the trailer i felt exactly like he did i was like well this doesn't look like dune i mean it's obviously his interpretation of dune but i think i get hung up on that the day um why in the hell can i think of david lynch's name david lynch's you could throw a lot of tomatoes at it but that movie artistically the production design the costumes are magnificent i love them i agree with that it's it's just stunning and this one looks stripped down stripped down what do you guys think but that being said it it took me out of it the first time i've watched the trailer five to ten times since then so i'm still excited to see it and the reason why I'm not going ahead and say, well, this isn't look like Dune and shit on this is because Denny Villeneuve, Villeneuve, God damn it. DV. 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 Is a never made a bad movie. I've never seen any of his films that are bad. What do you guys think? Sicario. Yeah, prisoners. A prisoner. A prisoners is fucking fantastic it film. Is. Uh, he pulled off something in Blade Runner 2049. Now, my only critique of that movie is I still don't know that we needed it, but he made it fun. He made it interesting, and it made sense with the original film, and it was its own thing. Actually, it probably makes more sense than the original film. What do you gentlemen think? Well, I, it's slightly I, I, more this, linear. This is one of the challenges, I think, with adapting something like do androids dream of electric sheep or dune is Mm -hmm. how do you adapt that well a lot of these i want to do is i want to tell you to go back and watch some of the directors so i would really like for you to watch prisoners which is a movie that you can re-watch i'd say three times because you think god did something break down and if you go back and re-watch it you're like no no it's just that complicated and that's how it works Mm mm-hmm that being said, the movie I loved as a child that I want you to go see, and it's going to be hard to find because right now all I can find it on is Prime Video to rent for three bucks. And I know James has seen this, but I'm not for sure about Chad. It was something I watched 
few times as a kid. I've seen solar babies. It's not that. It's Robinson Crusoe on Mars. Mars. I've seen it. It's been a long time. I couldn't tell you anything, but yeah, I've seen it. I, I enjoyed it. There's these little green pills that help him take, uh, who help him breathe oxygen. It makes no sense. Basically, he's Robinson Crusoe. He's stranded on Mars with a monkey, and he's got to figure everything out. And then there's always other people. Mars isn't anything like that. But it's just a movie that I really enjoyed as a kid. I actually haven't seen it in probably well over 20 years. It may be one of those things that I need to hunt up, rewatch, and then I'll just shit all over it. But go out and check out Robinson Crusoe on Mars. James, what do you it's a got? little bit out of the box, right? Yeah, it's yeah, all, yeah. You're ready for Dune. Prisoners and Robin Crusoe on Mars. That's a hell of a lineup. <laughs> do that as a double feature. Do that as a double feature, but 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 save prisoners for number two. It'll make you appreciate it even more. <laughs> you know, I, one thing that I'm looking forward to, and it's I actually have the 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 poster for the least um, compelling in this this franchise over here, uh, the Indiana Jones film that was originally slated for July 9th, 2021, obviously pushed back. Probably right now they're saying July 29th, 2022. I love Indiana Jones. I've said before on. I, by the way, nobody say else it. can see this. Say no, it. No. Say Crystal no. Skull sucks. Say it. No, no, I've got to stop because nobody else can see this. And what stopped me mid-sentence is I looked up. And Chad, do you know that your name on here is Shut Up Your Face? Oh, I know. <laughs> okay. Because I'm literally looking at myself, James Thomas, Joe is Joe. And then I just say, Shut Up Your Face. <laughs> it took me out of what I was saying. No, I love it. It seems like there's a word missing there. Um, I think oh. he's being stereotypical toward... Uh, stereotypes yeah um i was originally going to spell it shut up s-u-s-h-u-d-d but eh. uh anyway i love the indiana jones films i've said before that in some way they're they're my star wars i love star wars don't get me wrong but indiana jones always just struck me when i was younger say it and i want to talk about movies you can wait while you watch for indiana jones and i'm going to caveat that that the ones i'm going to recommend Let's say first, let's say that your favorite film happens to be out of that entire franchise, that it happens to be Crystal Skull. No yeah. one has ever said that in the history the movie, of anything. The movie you need to watch that will tide you over till the next one is, of course, King Solomon's Mind, starring <laughs> Richard uh, Richard Chamberlain. That's right. You know, what would have made Crystal Skulls, you know what would have made Crystal Skulls even worse? Gadot. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, your hatred. Of her. No, I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, anyway, no, I, uh, I actually, and I love King Solomon's Minds, and I love the follow up they did with Richard Chamberlain as Sharon Stone and Richard Chamberlain, if I remember correctly. Yes, that is um, correct. I, I, I had those movies on VHS. I bought them on VHS when I went to college because I loved them so much. And by the way, I, even then I knew they're not great films, and they only got made because of Indiana Jones. Now, those stories are older, which actually leads me to another recommendation I'm going to make. Yeah. Um, Hidalgo. If you've never seen Hidalgo and you like those period adventure pieces. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got, yeah. You, for a split second, I was like, no, Hidalgo's a lot of fun. Yeah. Hidalgo, you need to see. Uh, Romancing the Stones, the obvious one. Yeah. Oddly enough. Skip the, that, though, and go straight to, to Jewel of the Nile. <laughs> Romancing uh, the Stone. Um, I just listened to the Billy Ocean soundtrack <laughs> over and over. Uh, with them dancing just go actually skip the movie go to the youtube billy ocean song he did it with michael douglas danny devito and 
Kathleen Turner. There you yeah. go. The, uh, Jessica Rabbit singing on stage. Romancing the Stone, uh, by the way, a lot of people think that it only got made, and that may be partially true because of Indiana Jones, but that screenplay is older. Screenplay yeah, yeah. actually is completed in 78. Um, the Rocketeer, just simply because if you like somebody fighting Nazis, go watch The Rocketeer. It's a good time. And one that I only caught on to recently that was, again, based I on... I don't an, feel bad about my three. <laughs> no. no. Well, there's, again, I'm doing this because depending on what Indiana Jones you like, here's a couple that you can look yeah. at. But, and you uh, still haven't mentioned the two that I'm going to say. Good. that we, we got something to go on. I want to talk about a film that got made that nobody remembers and that only I, I only recently discovered because I thought the movie that cast this person in an adventure film... Um, that was supposed to be Indiana Jones. I thought his first theatrical film was Lassiter, but I was wrong. As many people know, Tom Selleck was originally supposed to be Indiana Jones, but his contract with a certain film or certain television show, Magnum P.I., he had auditioned for that. They came back and offered him Indiana Jones, but he was already under contract for Magnum P.I. He could not do it, and they went back to Harrison Ford. Um, he did an adventure film that he, once again, he was not the first choice for, but it fell apart, and they reassembled it with him in mind. And this was actually his first starring role. It was financed, though, by a Hong Kong company called Golden Orchard, if I, I remember. But it was released internationally. It was a modest hit. I think it cost $60 million to make, made 28 in the U.S., and then obviously internationally made more. Um, I, before I say the name, though, I want to say who the original cast was because <sighs> it makes it that much more Indiana Jones-like. You guys look up that Billy Ocean video yet? It's it was originally going to be Roger Moore and Jacqueline Bissett. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roger and it was going to be directed by some hack named Roger, John Houston. Ro- John, Roger Moore saw the script and said, "Well, this is ridiculous." <laughs> he said, "This Moonraker was ten times more serious than this doing." Shit. Uh, Car goes Houston, in like this, comes out like this. <laughs> John Sorry. Houston was going to direct it. Then Houston and Bissett dropped out. Bo Derek was brought on to star, co-star with Roger Moore, and the budget went up to $16 million, and then Bo Derek dropped out because she would only be directed by her husband at that point. It's based on a book by John Cleary, and I refer to you to the It Don't Make a Lot of Sense, but Boy Is It Fun, The High Road to China, starring Tom Selleck, where he is a, a drunken biplane pilot who has to go and help this girl find her missing father, played by Wilford Brimley. If you've never seen The High Road to China, I'm not making any of this up, folks, look it up. It's a lot of stupid fun. Now, it ain't going to change your mind about anything. And you can tell that, yeah, this had been in development for years, but when Indiana Jones made money, somebody went, boys, we've got this, and let's make it now. Stars Tom Selleck, and, and just watch the trailer. It, it, you're going to say, yeah, yeah, that, that looks like it's a f- film, but it's... So if you're looking for something to tide you over, there are a ton of imitators and a ton of things that got greenlit that existed before. Check some of these out. Chad, what were yours? I'm curious. Billy okay. Ocean, YouTube, Julian now, So I, I try to expose you to new things, Joe, and you're like, no, no, I want to I wanna wade in my Billy Ocean idleness. <laughs> so I'm actually combined, too, because Indiana Jones and Uncharted are we're both scheduled to come out this year and they're getting both my, getting back. my uncharted recommendation that i did was just watching the Jones films <laughs> um, starring so was, an uncharted 
Tom, uh, Tom Holland. 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 It was originally, I believe they wanted Chris Pratt for the longest time, and then we got Tom Holland. And I'm just well, like, and originally when the first game came out, everybody was like, that's Nathan Fillion, right? But time has yeah. passed, and Nathan Fillion is, and no offense, man, I'd still cast Nathan Fillion and uh, Bruce Campbell in every buddy cop film ever. That, yeah. That's my, Duh. But um, so I came up with two recommendations for both of those films, just in, just to tide you over until you the game the gamers get their shitty game adaption. <laughs> if you say Tomb Raider, I no, will punch you in the throat. Oh, no, and then you know, hopefully we get a better uh, ending to Indiana Jones that was better than oh Crystal Skull Man. What oh, makes me does, angrier, Crystal Skull or Gil Gadot? It's not going to be a real ending. Spielberg um, and all of them can say they're not going to let it go on without uh, Harrison Ford. But let's face it, eventually those rights are going to transfer. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I came up with uh, Rock's premiere movie, The Rundown. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of fun. I, that is a good movie to tide you over with Sean what, William Scott. I was going to say, why do you run with the lead with The Rock? What about Sean William Scott? You know, he used to be somebody. <laughs> He's still more of a somebody. It's directed that. by Peter Berg, right? Yeah, directed by Peter Berg. Has uh, a great cameo by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, and you know, at you know, what was kind of funny was at the time they were billing The Rock as Arnold Schwarzenegger's replacement, and then the rundown came, and it kind of just didn't happen for a while, and then you know, The Rock kind of stalled. He did some like kid-friendly movies, and you know, it was kind of like, well, that that kind of went. Well, Southside and, Tales and then all really of a sudden, the boom! We, I'm sorry, Southside Tales Southland, is completely yeah. different. But then you had the ferry and the game change, the game plan, all that, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Well, Rock never really became Schwarzenegger," and then all of a sudden, boom! Here we are. The Rock is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, I think he's bigger. He's bigger. But yeah, I, I think agree he's with bigger. That 100%. Yeah, I think he's bigger. Uh, TV. I mean, yeah, just kill. He's killing it. Um, so yeah. yeah, I think the rundown I mean, is a good thing to tide you over until both of those movies come out and then also i'd like to recommend firewalkers i'm surprised james didn't put that by the way i started watching that the other day because i hadn't seen it since it was a kid and one of you assholes i think it was chad said oh it's on amazon or whatnot yes i started watching it boy hey how are you there's some (laughs) big sir sir it would have to stand on a tall chair to kiss King Solomon's butt. I boy, it's... hey, how are you? There is some, <laughs> there is some jumps in that. They're at a bar, <laughs> and they're all of a sudden they're with this hooker, and she's not a real hooker. I just for anyone out there who knows me, I, I refer to people as that all the time, like punk. And they just follow her to the to the to look for the firewalkers. There it's, is it nothing. And then all of a sudden there's there's a newer Jeep and they're in the desert and then they jump. Somehow they got out of that. And Joe, uh let's talk so let's let's go more into this. I don't know how well you paid attention to it or how far you got into it. Did you notice that Sonny Landham's eye patch changes his eye like four times? <laughs> no, I didn't. And, I couldn't make it through much more. And there's one time where he's uh he's channeling a snake or a spider to kill Chuck Norris. And the eye patch is literally half off his eye, and you can see his eye button. <laughs> well, I tell you, that's directed by a guy that directed a ton of movies, and in his later career, that's all he did was work for Canon. Yeah. Oh, do you remember his name? Because I forgot his name. No, I forgot it. But he's he's he's. I, th- I think it's the same guy. Did he do like the Dirty Jay Dozen? Lee Thompson? Yeah. He's didn't he direct the Dirty Dozen? Yeah, Guns of Navarone, uh, Battle of the Planet of the Apes. I don't yeah. know if he did Dirty Dozen. 
He did uh, guns the Navarone. I can't I, remember. I, yeah, I, just to let you all know, hey, how are you on those jumps on that? But man, man, that that movie, you know, seriously, it's stupid. But I liked fun. it as a kid. Yeah, I liked it as a kid too. It makes no sense, people. Now it's got the Indian from 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 Poltergeist two too. So there you go. Yeah, who's <laughs> And Sonny Landum, and we we have an interesting story about almost working with Sonny Landum. If you buy us a drink at a convention, I'll tell you all about it. Yeah. By the way, uh, I, I should say, I mentioned King Solomon's Mines early. If you're really uh, a big it's fan, a if you enjoy the Richard Chamberlain King Solomon Mine, uh, I recommend you also check out the one starring somebody that uh, Joe Lewis is, of course, Quasi for. Swayze? Yep. Patrick Swayze. Uh, and Allison Duty uh, <laughs> made, uh, and I own it as well I'm, because I actually do. King Solomon's Mine is based on, on it, um, which is also based on an old wooden ship. All right. Is it my turn? Yeah, go for it, Joe. All right. So I was really looking forward to Halloween Kills. And the reason why I was looking forward to Halloween Kills, I, and I get stuck with this a lot because i do a lot for scarefest i love horror but i don't know that horror is my favorite genre but it is up there i, I probably i probably say comedy or dark fantasy or it but halloween kills i the reason being is because halloween and it's not a reboot even carpenter called it a reboot the other day and i was like this shit isn't a reboot it's just a sequel it's just a sequel it's just a sequel yeah. it's yeah, a it's sequel a reboot because it's it, it, it but it, he i was watching an interview and he said he reboot and i thought it's not a reboot you did the music for it. You're the executive producer. It's a it's, reboot of Halloween three <laughs> or two. Two, 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 two. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't even acknowledge two. Uh, so anyway. I do love the way though that it does acknowledge the other movies in passing as in well, that's just a rumor. Just yeah. a myth. It, it it it's it's so much better than a movie called Halloween that was made f- almost 40 years later has any right to be gentlemen, correct? It's just Absolutely. very well made. And David Gordon Green is an Except excellent for that director. one part. Which part? <laughs> you know the part. The part that drives me nuts in the Halloween, in the new is Halloween Is it the one movie. with the booger stuff? Or no, just the, the car twist? Scene. The car, yeah, the twist. The car the twist. Scene, yeah. It uh, makes it, but it's the only way, I get why they did it. It was the only way for that movie, that universe yeah. that they're building, to explain how that would happen. Yeah, Because I he's agree, not but... just busting through doors and walking and catching, Right. Uh, yeah, everything was so. I, I I agree with Joe. That was one of my favorite movies of, of that year, and, and just that one scene. Just I, a, I forgive it because everything. Else I would rewatch it, but I let a friend borrow it. He moved to Mississippi. I've never gotten it back. Oh, it's back. Uh, yeah, oh, I, was it? Oh, was it in Mississippi with the fog? No, I don't Probably. have the fog. Do not Probably. put that evil on me, so, Ricky Bobby. Moving no, back to here. me doing. I've got it actually up here. I've got uh, an Indiana Jones poster for the Crystal Skull for Joe because I got two of them and I told him I'd give him one. I've oh got God. all the stuff sitting for I'll you. I'll put it in the barrel. Maybe somebody will pull it 200 say, years from now. <laughs> I, I, well, I was going to say, I, I thought you were going to bring the barrel. I was going to give all the stuff Well, it back kept to snowing though. and raining, dude. Yeah, I didn't I want to get the barrel ruined Yeah, you after, can't. I, after I wanted to get rid of it. All right, that's, so that's I, keeping with my... That's a, that's a Belongs hard 10-4. That's a Texas 10-4. Keeping with my of talking about the director, a movie I want to recommend has nothing to do, but it was directed by David Gordon Green, who made a bunch of comedies and television series like The Principles, Eastbound and Down, is a movie called The Setter, back when Jonah Hill was fat and funny. Anybody remember those days? No, I don't remember that at all. Well, I remember them. 
And I like Jonah Hill. He's a good actor, but I like him fat and funny. And The Sitter, the opening scene, have you all ever seen it? I have. I have. You know the opening scene where this he gets the one up? I, that's, can you believe it? That's the only one I haven't seen. Well, I don't don't rush out, but one of the, it was he gets he's he's pleasuring someone, a lady, and he gets up and she says, "Geez, mom's right. Fat guys sure know how to." And I've laughed because my mom was sitting across the couch from me, and I couldn't stop laughing. She's sitting on the <laughs> side of the living room. That's part of the reason why it's funny. The other second part is, it's true. Now. <laughs> just saying just saying it's fairly accurate check out the sitter <laughs> if you're looking for a slasher film to hold you over there's 6,782 of them three are probably good I don't know gentlemen what do you think is the best slasher film other than Halloween's or Psycho let's take Psycho off the table uh, oh you know the one I had a recommendation for this Black as well. Christmas I always tell people that they really should go back and watch the original Bob Clark Black and Christmas and you don't consider Nightmare on Elm Street a slasher film it is I guess Chad I don't know it's to me it's a supernatural kind of ghost story I guess it's a slasher film he has knives for hand you know you, I, you want me to help you tie, uh, hold over here's something that I do recommend you check out The Lodger 1947 oh, based yeah. on Based on the book by uh, Mary Bellock Lowndes. It was published in 1913, the book was. I was about to Hitchcock say, that did not come out in 1947. Hitchcock's version came out in 1922. was the yeah. first, well, the first national, internationally distributed adaptation. There's been so many adaptations of this. Matter of fact, there's one called The Attic Guest or something like that that starred Jack Palance. That is also based on The Lodger uh, set in America. The Lodger, though, is one of the first fiction books that examined Jack the Ripper. And yeah. so the basic plot to this, the novel, and I actually own the novel. My sister got it for me a few years ago, is that this kind of family down on their luck um, has this extra room, and they say they'll rent it, and somebody agrees to pay them more than it's worth to rent it. But then the wife starts to suspect that that may be the Ripper. And so it's The Lodger. If you've never read the book or seen any of the movies, the 1947 one, though, is notable if you're waiting for Halloween because it was one of the first movies that the kill scenes are done in first person. So it cuts to the murder of you, and that's what made the 1947. The Hitchcock version is probably better known, uh, but the 1947 is where we get a lot of our slasher tropes from today. Yeah. So check it out. Oh, Peeping Tom. Check out Peeping Tom. It's an old film. If you're looking for slasher, Chad, do you think Nightmare on Elm Street's a slasher film? I mean, I've always considered it a slasher film, but I'm not arguing with you. No, I, I know. Just, I just, I, I'm, I'm wondering. I just always, I, I think my problem calling it a slasher film is because I respect it so much. It's one of my favorite movies. One of the, it's probably, it's like I said, it's Wes Craven and Robert England both said that that would be on their tombstone. Yeah, I mean, it's a, I'd really have considered it a slasher film, but I've always considered it a higher elevated slasher film. Like, it's, mm. it's, no, is Hellraiser a slasher film? I came no. to this party late and I don't consider Nightmare on Elm Street a slasher film. Now, as I've told you all before, I didn't like horror when I was a kid, but I think the reason I have a hard time classifying Nightmare on Elm Street as a pure slasher film, and I would, I would lump Hellraiser in this, is it's too psychological. See, I've never not really saying that slashers Hellraiser. can't be, but slashers tend to be. I'm going to kill who's available. Yeah, and both of those movies target people that do certain things. Hmm. But so what? does Halloween. 
Yeah. I don't know. But really. if you get in your it's the whole other episode, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so but I, I have a hard time. I think it's because it's also supernatural. Slashers to me don't necessarily work if they're supernatural. Like, it but if you go if you go by Halloween five, nobody <laughs> has ever said. You know what? I go by Halloween. I five. really loved Halloween four and five as a kid, and I actually still like them. I'm sure. I I, I don't sit down and watch them, but I, I loved Michael Myers. I love the Halloween film. So yeah. Oh well. All right, um, James. Then I'll I'll bounce off you. Um, I, whose turn I, is it, James? I, I don't know. I've chimed in on a couple, so I feel like I'm. Uh, I know a lot correct. of. I know oh, a lot. God of people, forbid this is a conversation. <laughs> I know a lot of people are, have been excited by it and want to see what the new Candyman does. So I did think about that. Obviously, if you haven't seen the original Candyman, watch it. But I'd also throw out. Watch I had a it. Dot <laughs> See, I screwed that up. I didn't screw it up, but it could also. Okay. Now watch. Watch the original. Oh, but first. only watch part one. But you know, I've got, yeah, yeah. God. I, did you see it, two. Chad? Did you see it? Yeah, we talked about this. Did you? I don't remember. Yeah. God, it's a shit turd. Isn't no, it? it's terrible. I, how how if, did they get something so right? Yeah, and then, and then make the second one. Well, we talked about this because we we think that the the writer of the first one had nothing to do with the second I, one. I, yeah, that's part of it. Also, no. I think the yeah. book just sets you up for yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. yeah, Chad changed his name again. Would you like to tell the listeners what he changed his name to? Bite my biscuit. That's what he changed his name to. <laughs> if you ever wonder why I get sidetracked recording this show and you've never seen the video, I wonder why the hell you're reading up there in the right hand corner. Why aren't you <laughs> looking I've, at my eyes? I've got my notes. Don't you on know one what side. fat guys are good at, James? I've got my notes on one side of my screen and then I look back to make sure. And then I'm like, wait a second, there's more text. And I get fancy anyway. Frenchman got his double screens at home. I don't have my double screens. I split my screen in half. Uh, Cause this is my oh, laptop. Candyman. Candyman. So if you haven't seen the original, obviously you see the original. That's a slasher film. Tony Todd. Um, is but, it? Yeah, it is. It's a slasher film. Um, I don't know. It's got some super, supernatural and there's also that, uh, context of the social. That being said, speaking of social context, the original Candyman is about a skeptic grad student who goes on this investigation. So I tried to think of, hey, if you're if you're waiting, how about we look at other films that have skeptical people or I thought you were going to do let's do movies about grad students or or people <laughs> that are more doubting or something else. And the two I recommend, recommend the Paper Chase. I would recommend Midnight Meat Train, which is about a photographer that goes looking for That is a good one, James. That's a good one, and that's one nobody remembers, no one ever talks about. Got fucking Bradley Cooper in it. We saw that at the Dollar Theater, which one of you all, did I see it with both of you? Remember, no one was there. That movie got dumped. No one's, that's that's actually probably the best adaptation of a Clive Barker work. And I would also throw out. That includes Hellraiser. This one got a sequel, that, uh, but I, I don't think a lot of people talk about these films. I would throw out also, if you're looking for a film that's, that's dark, and quite frankly, it's not supernatural like Candyman, but I'd also throw out The Collector. Yeah, that's another good one. With The, sequel. the Collector is... The sequel is has diminishing returns, but The Collector yeah. is a really good movie. The cl- well, that entire, and not giving anything away, that entire scene, I, I, I can't tell you line for line from that movie. But I will never forget the scene with the flipping cat. Yep. It's yep. burnt into my head. And that's the same thing that Candyman did for me. Candyman, there's not always a ton of scenes in Candyman that stick with me, but there's one or two scenes that are burnt into my memory. And Collector did the same. So if you've not seen Midnight Meat Train or The Collector and you're waiting for the new Candyman, I've given you something to fill some time. Yeah, he's beat us. 
Yeah. That, that, that I hate to give you credit, but yeah, that's a good recommendation. That's one we should have talked about before here. That's before Bradley Cooper was Bradley Cooper, right? Yeah. That was like yeah, right that's before he uh, grew to fame and playing that uh, playing in the A team. <laughs> I actually like the A team quite. I, I do like too, A-team but as it's well. completely forgettable. It's a yeah, I, I don't know. I own it. I think. I forgot. <laughs> if you do, I need to borrow. Uh, it. Car- that's a Carnahan picture. I watch yeah. anything Carnahan makes, man. Exactly. I, I, I actually do. Joe Carnahan's a lot of fun. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. Follow, follow him on Twitter. All right, so uh, I'll jump in and I'll I'll go to the action because um. I, more than anything, I, I look forward to every single time I hear that they're coming out with another John Wick movie. Yeah. And John Wick 4 was coming out this year, and it's been pushed out all the way till next year now. So yep. mm-hmm. uh, May 27th, 2022, according to James's notes. That's the most recent data I had, according to the release date. Well, if you go on to some of these websites, some of these things have three, like we'll get to the G bust later has three or four different dates now yeah i don't know if the studios really know when these movies are they're going to release these movies I don't so. well and, and, and what happens the business side of it too is if if a studio locks a weekend and it's a big thing a lot of the other studios go well and they want to give it a birth or or so mm-hmm. there's it's really hard that everything keeps shifting and then everything right. gets reshifted and i mean yep we should have been in marvel phase 17 by now so I was trying to come up with a, a replacement for John Wick and I had to come up with two. Um, so uh, the first one, and I just watched this recently and I was actually blown away by how much I enjoyed it. Jennifer Garner in Peppermint. Uh, it wasn't bad. Was, it, was, it wasn't bad. It was it actually a good pretty, B movie. Yeah. Uh, Bart, a friend of the show, Bart Mixon, uh, did some of the special makeup effects for that. Um, it, is a, it is a B movie. It's entertaining. Uh, so She's it, good it in might, it too. Yeah, and she's really good in it. Mm-hmm. Um, forget her performance in Daredevil and Elektra. Yeah. I've never seen Elektra. <laughs> see, see, oh, uh, I've, it's one of those movies where I've watched part of it and I've never gotten all the way through it. James, but, go. But, no, the problem with Elektra is I look at the cast. If I'm not mistaken, isn't Terrence Stamp yep. stick yep. in Elektra? Like, uh, which is a famous Marvel character, if you know the backstory. Like, he trained everybody in the Marvel Universe. Him and Whistler. Chris Christopherson played Whistler and Blade. They've trained everybody. Like everybody has a, you were trained by Stick or Whistler in the Marvel. Oh, universe. who plays Stick? Glenn. Um... Oh, Glenn. Um... Shit. He, uh, uh, he's Backdraft. Yeah, he's, Glenn. No, Scott no, Glenn. He's Scott in, Glenn. Scott Glenn. He's Thank in you. the original Man on Fire that I talked about. Man he on is Fire. The man on Fire. He is the Man on Fire. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't, uh, just quick synopsis of Peppermint. It's about a woman who is seeking revenge for the death of her family. So quick, uh, and it's 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 got the same, it's got the John Wick vibe. Now this one doesn't necessarily have the John Wick vibe, but it is still a revenge film. Um, and it blew all three of us away when we watched it one Halloween. Upgrade. Oh God, Upgrade is so much fun. Uh, as much that, as I like that, the Invisible Man, Upgrade, it, oh. Lee, yeah. am I pronouncing his name right? Lee Wanell. Lee Wanell. Lee Wanell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Chad, real quick, is Peppermint why you um, keep pushing your screenplay of Cinnamon on me, where it's about the woman whose family was killed, so she turns to the life of a stripper? I don't know where your connection is with that. I think that now, was called Candy Cinnamon or Strippers <laughs> Cinnamon. I can't remember. I don't. I, but anyway, Chad, I'm just not interested in your script. <laughs> So, anyway. or, your, or your shit religion. <laughs> let, let me pull a Joe. 
it's the third act, you know, Chad. It's, it's the, the third, third act. act. It's just, it, it's, I mean, we, you tried to shove your manifesto in there just a little too much. When, when, when she finally tracks down the people that killed her family, and then it's like, now I will strip for you. I just don't follow the logic, Chad. It's just, well, she had I, to get their attention somehow. I just, I mean, the guns weren't doing it. Anyway, Chad, I'll, I mean, it, now uh, you're going you're gonna to take that idea. Somebody's going to actually pay you for it. It'll win 17 Academy well, Awards. Well, we just retitled it to Bullets and Boobs. <laughs> B, oh, uh, B, B, A, B. B and B. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying at the B and B. Pow, 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 pow. <laughs> jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> oh. Uh, jiggle, but jiggle, now, jiggle, 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 now jiggle, jiggle. because of Chad's harsh words, Gal Gadot is not going to star. No, she's not going to be in B and B. And I'm sure she doesn't care about this country bumpkin's opinion. But I just I thought he was going to say this country. <laughs> I swear to God, he's going to say this country. <laughs> this and that's the reason why she shouldn't be nominated for the Oscar. <laughs> I never got more tickled when her Imagine video got ripped so terrible. <laughs> I've never seen it. I decided to sit through it. <laughs> who uh, was it that, who was it? Ryan Reynolds? Is he in it where he came back later and went, Yeah, we totally should have done it. Yeah, no, you should. Oof. But no, uh, yeah. So, Upgrade, I really think if you want to see a John a John Wick movie, Upgrade will, will, will quench that thirst for a while. It, the, the color, the colors, the, the movements, the effects, upgrade. all of it's fantastic. And a great third act. Yeah, and it, it, it really you, does have a great third yeah. act. Yeah, because you know oh. John Wick has that ability to keep you on the edge of your seat, going, "Oh, what is he going to do? What is he going to do?" Upgrade has that, so um, highly recommend Upgrade for your replacement. So, yep. uh, can you also throw in Guns Akimbo as a, yep. a recommendation? Ooh, while you yeah, you could throw in one. Guns Akimbo. That's a good one. But I was thinking Hardcore Henry movies. for a minute, but I'm like, nah, it would be Guns Akimbo. Before yeah, that. Guns Akimbo is much better than Hardcore Henry. Yeah. All right, is it my Joe. turn? Okay, so I was. <laughs> I can't say that I was really looking forward to this because I didn't read any of the comics, but I, I, once again, it's a vampire. It's based on a comic book. I wanted to see Morbius. And as much as I think I would hate, hate, hate to sit in a room and talk to the actor. What's his name? Jared Leto. Jared Leto. He's a really good actor. Yeah. Yeah. He's a really good actor. So it's directed by the guy named Daniel Espinosa. Daniel Espinosa gave us a movie called life which is basically an alien ripoff a few years ago i, I actually like the two first two two thirds of it. it's not too bad so it's, it's the okay. final act yeah Once pretty much end. yeah child 40 he also directed child 44 which i can't overly recommend even though it's got a fantastic cast so if you i took all that to say that i don't can't recommend any of those but i'll tell you what i can recommend is a movie that came out last year that no one talked about and if you're in the Lovecraft, this is very Lovecraftian. I'm still going to keep preaching that Underwater was an, just a gem that most people have not seen and they completely missed and they dumped. Check out Underwater. I know most of you don't like What's-Her-Face from all of those Twilight Kristen movies. Kristen Stewart. She's good in it. It's got a great cast. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, by the way, if even if you don't like it has her, a it has a wonderful and in, in back to the third act, we're joking. It really does have a really good ending. But 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 back to to, to uh and it doesn't Kristen stop Stewart. You know what doesn't have a really good ending? What? Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> I, I you know what? I'm sure you're probably I just 
haven't seen it. Is it on DVD yet, or is it just going to be? Because it only streamed for like four weeks. That's what they're yeah, doing. It's right? off of it's off of HBO Max now. So now you pretty much have to wait for a Blu-ray release. Yeah. Um, by the way, Kristen Stewart has to do, be doing something right though, because she 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 is getting more work than I've ever done. Well, I mean, she does a lot of work. I'm let's not compare apples to kumquats. No, but I'm just saying she must be. You're the kumquat. It must be somewhat easy to work with her, or there must be people that find, you know. Um, but anyway, um, speaking of Morbius, Chad, uh, I almost called you Chad. So is, he's not Dracula, right? No, no. So Morbius, so here's some backstory real quick on Morbius. Morbius he's is one of the vampires. Vampire. He's a living vampire. And the reason Holy he has cow. that title, the reason he has that title is he had a blood. Uh, <laughs> Joe can't <laughs> change his name again. <laughs> Jiggy. Hold on. Jiggy with my piggy. Can I do one more? Chickle, 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 chickle. Bullet, bullet, bullet. Anyway, um, I, I, what, but anyway, he's a living vampire. In the comics, he had a blood disorder, and sounds like Blade. Depending on what, no, actually, well, now some Blade's did, did they call him half breed? Somebody rape his mom? No, blood. Uh, that was a thing with Blade. No, he has a blood disorder. Lilith, who is his wife and has a certain biblical connotation. Well, I was about to say Lilith is the original vampire, depending uh, on what you look is, for. Lore. Is um, basically depending on which. There was a comic for a long co- time called Morbius, the Living Vampire, which was tied to Ghost Rider and the uh, anyway, um, the Dark Hold and all that. Um, but betrayed him or something, and he ends up becoming. He's also trying to save her. And he ends up becoming a living vampire, which means he has to have blood. He was originally a Spider-Man villain, which is what they're leading up to. Mm-hmm. But, and he becomes obsessed with Spider-Man because he thinks there's something, since he knows there's something about Spider-Man's blood that makes Spider-Man different, he becomes obsessed with, maybe if I have his blood, I won't have the hunger anymore. Because he kind of becomes an anti-hero, sort of like Venom. And that's one of the things I love about Spider-Man comics is the villains very rarely are pure villains. There's a few. But much like with Dr. Octopus, there are people that are, they just want to get to a certain point. They're, they've got their own journey. And Morbius is trying to cure his thing. And once he becomes a quote unquote living vampire, he is, uh, he, he just wants to stop the hunger. He doesn't want to kill. He doesn't want to do these things, but he has to. And so um, real quick trivia, if you watch the original Blade film and you have one of the old DVD releases of it, look at the alternate ending of blade and it will have there's a scene where he's getting ready to take the cure because that's something that's never really addressed too much in the ending of the after he fights the blood god in the theatrical release he op- he goes out on the roof and he looks across and he sees somebody standing there dressed all in black covered up with two swords and he looks at the doctor that also is in the first movie and never mentioned again and says keep your cure i've got something to take care of and that was supposed to set up that movie to be between the next movie would have been between Morbius, the living vampire and Blade. And it would have actually put those together. So the fact we are getting a Morbius film now is interesting. Uh, as far as movies, I would say that would get at some of the things that the comic book got at, I would say, look at Daybreakers. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, and just because I love it and it's a Hammer film as Hammer was closing down, Captain Kronos, Vampire Hunter, the idea that there's all these different breeds of vampires out there and these different types and and you have to deal with it so those would be two films i would say could hold you over 
Uh, but I'm with you, Joe. I, I I am compelled to see this movie because I yeah. like vampires and I love the history of Morbius. But I'm interested to see how they do it as a movie. I don't hold a lot of breath. I don't hold my breath uh, seriously. He did a movie. Uh, the director Daniel Espinosa, oh, the same thing, forty four. And it's got a great cast. It's about the Russian serial killer, but it just goes off the rails. I don't know if any on of you on a crazy are, train. On a crazy train. There's a well, that's a whole other movie or a whole other show or a whole other episode. All right, who's next? James, you go. Um I I was trying to think of things that uh I keep seeing ads for. Uh that I've seen ads for in theaters that have never came out. And so I want to talk about Peter Rabbit 2. The Runaway. Why? Did you see I Peter took, Rabbit one? Yes, I did. I took my kids to see it. Was it good? I uh, actually I, enjoyed it. I, I did. I enjoyed it. Sam Neill is only in the. It, he's not in it too long. I don't want to spoil what happens to Sam Neill, but there's a funeral involved. Uh oh. <laughs> the, the he did Phil Tippett let those dinosaurs out again. <laughs> you had one That's job. A, you had one job, one Phil job. Tippett. <laughs> anyway dinosaur right that's away. an obscure ass um, joke somebody out there now we don't have enough we don't have enough listeners for anybody google to get that it one. google phil Go, tippett and see what his job yeah. was on, on jurassic park jurassic park um no peter rabbit uh so the the trailer came out and this was when <laughs> when i could still take my children in theaters and uh we saw the trailer. My kids immediately go oh dad can we go see that because they had fun with the first one and it's just a fun movie it's not as good as the Paddington Bear films, which is actually what I'm going to recommend. If yes. you were excited by Peter Rabbit and you haven't seen them yet, to tide you over to you can go see Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, which I probably will take my kids to see. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of a heartwarming, fun set of movies. But the Paddington Bear films are also better than they have any right to be. Oh, they're uh, That marmalade swilling, uh, the marmalade swilling bear gets my attention. I'm, I'm waiting. I think they're slowly building up to it. We're going to eventually see, uh, you heard it here first, it's Bonehead exclusive, in that it's not going to happen and it's a lie. But much like King Kong and Godzilla King of the Monsters built up to you know, the King Kong versus Godzilla film, I think we're eventually going to see Paddington throw down with Winnie the Pooh. There's going to be marmalade and honey involved. I don't know. I don't it's know a, it's, going to it's be. a sounds like a sticky situation. <laughs> oh, that's mur, going to be the title. Mur. That'll be the title. Pooh Paddington, the sticky situation. You heard it here first in that it's all live. I just want to but... see an aircraft carrier carry, <laughs> carrying Paddington as Pooh comes out of the sea. <laughs> no, no. I, oh, bother. It, it, has to, it has to get stuck in honey. That will be, we've hit something, sir. It slowed us way down. And I want- We've uh, hit the honey pot. And and it's a big fucking honey pot. Can we get as many cast members as we can from uh, Down Periscope to reenact their naval scenes? No, but if you are bored while you're off, watch Down Periscope. I haven't seen it in 20 years, but 20 years ago, I enjoyed it. But yeah, so Peter Rabbit, if you are, if you're like me and you have kids and, and, and the first one didn't make you cry- Make sure you do check out the Paddington Bear films. They are more fun than I ever thought they'd be. Yes. Um, so uh, one of the movies I was looking forward to this year, um, which now I don't even think has a release date now, it was uh, Wes Anderson's The French Dispatch. It was one of the movies I was really looking forward to seeing this year, um, bar none. Um, but now I don't know when I'm going to see it. Um, now Mr. I could... Good bar none. Keep going. Yeah. Now I, I could... 
No, it's okay. Now I could cheat and just say go watch any Wes Anderson film. Well, not well, any that's of them. Actually, what I have in my notes. <laughs> actually, I said any film, but start with the Royal Tenenbaums. Royal you know? Tenenbaums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Any of those. That um, may, actually may be my least favorite, Chad. Oh, really? I love the Grand Budapest. No, Hotel. no, no, not the Grand Budapest Hotel. What's the one where they're on the train? Oh, uh, oh, uh, the G, the G Ling Darjeeling uh, Limited. That's my yeah. least favorite one. That's sorry, my least favorite as well. I, I'm so sorry. I did not mean the Grand Budapest Hotel. I no, was yeah. out of my mind. Um, but but I wanted. I was trying to think of a film that kind of encompassed Wes Anderson's style. Um, and I wanted to talk about Liv Schreiber's Everything Is Illuminated with Elijah Wood. I've never seen it. It is a really good film. It is off. It is a uh, very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Eclectic. Um, it's about it. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think that's the right sexy. word. I'm looking I don't for. know what word are you looking for. I'm uh, that's tired. a good question, and I don't think they work. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, it's 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 definitely a unique film. It's about uh, it's about a young Jewish American who who likes to collect things. Uh, he he's a he's a hoarder basically. He's the uh, eclector or. And he wants to he wants to find the woman who saved his grandfather during World War II, so he travels to Europe, uh, uh, travels to to the Ukraine to find this woman, and it's a very heartwarming film about him trying to find his past and get to know his his family history. And you know he's a very weird, very weird little guy. Elijah Wood doesn't a great uh, character portrayal in this film, and it's one of those movies that just never got the 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 play that it it should have in my opinion and Liv Schreiber is a talented director and if um you should check it out just to see it uh it is definitely Wes Anderson-esque but it also has its own unique voice so yeah I just wanted to recommend everything is illuminated if, which apparently neither one of you have actually ever seen it <laughs> I remember that now is it uh can I see it or oh, I'll check out later. I don't think I it's streaming, it streaming anywhere I don't think it's streaming anywhere so um it'll be it's a it's one of those hard finds it just isn't getting picked up so now, that's my yeah chad that was pre um lord of the rings right no i think it was post okay yeah it's 2005 post. i'm sorry yeah, yeah I, was, I have it i'm i'm i'm, I'm conflicting it with a, one of his other earlier movies. if i'm not mistaken it was the it was if it was yes, like his film right after Lord of the Rings. He started mm. working on this one. Yep. So, uh, Joe, what do you got? Okay. Well, this is my last one because uh, one of the other thing, the other thing we're looking really forward to, we all three want to talk about. But I know that this movie's going to suck. I know that the director Sean Levy is a high-paid hack. <laughs> God, I don't want to be a high-paid hack. Oh, God, wish I could only be a Well, they won't remember you 200 years from then. That's okay. I've already spent my billions in debt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who cares? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was sorry. sitting here snorting the coke off of these 20s or hundreds or whatever. Real so, Steel is still an entertaining film. Well, <laughs> and he I, made some stuff that I – it's just so watered down. He's a, as, he's, as, a, he's a studio guy. Yeah. As they drive by my mansion, I want them to think, I wonder who owned that dilapidated mansion 400 mansion years, years ago. ago. Well, I want to see Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds. Uh, yeah. Where he, he's controlled by a some sort of video game. I don't, if you've seen the plot, the trailer explains it all in 30 seconds. He's Looks an NPC. Like, he's a non-player character in a video game. There you go. Free of the program. There you go. Thank you, James. I don't understand the vernacular. Nerd. Anyway, I want to see that 
looks fun, probably stupid. I can't recommend anything Sean Levy directed. However, I will say that Ryan Reynolds' best performance or one of his best performances is a little-known film where he plays a truck driver who, in Iraq, he is buried alive, and in the movie is called Buried. And it's an hour and a half and him in the box with a cigarette lighter. And it's his best performance on film. If, have either one of you ever seen it? Uh, it's better, the only one I haven't be- seen, no. Better than his performance in Two Guys, A Girl, and a Pizza Place. He beat me to it, you son I've of a bitch. I've never seen it. But the only it's other It's him and Nathan Fillion, right? Because everybody loves Deadpool. I don't I'll, think Nathan Fillion's in that. I don't know. I do a lot of cocaine. I love Deadpool, too. But... What you need to do is check out Buried. It's not funny in any way, shape, or form. You can't laugh at it. But his second best performance is that guy in Blade 3. Jesus, Blade Trinity is an awful, awful movie. The only good thing in that whole piece of shit is Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is the only good thing in Blade Trinity. Uh, If I'm not not mistaken, two guys, a girl, and a piece of place. The other guy was the guy who married Tiffany Amber Thiessen, and the girl was tractor... uh, tractor howard or tractor trailer something like that yeah getting right back to buried star boston common a psychological thriller a thriller and she was the replacement character in monk i'll just keep someone is buried alive during wartime who is innocent Will Nathan he get Fillion out will he not get out girl in a pizza place he's just not check out guy. buried so See, he's he not a re- he's not a reoccurring character, is he? They'd put on Blade Trinity and fast forward every scene that doesn't have Ryan Reynolds in it because everything Ryan Reynolds says in that movie, much like Bill Paxton in Aliens, is gold. You know but, what they did wrong with that show? Midway but, through, they got rid of the pizza place. And it's yeah, it's two guys and a girl. girl. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's just a film you. Uh, that's a, just a video you bring up in the privacy. I still feel like I've won. Uh, now that being <laughs> said, Joe. Um, uh, they played the Night Stalkers in that thing, which was its own Marvel comic for a while, which also tied into Darkhold and Morbius the Living Vampire. It's part of Marvel's horror line uh, that included the pages of Darkhold. It starts with uh, Sons of Vengeance, I think. was. A Can I throw one out? I could not care less if that's coming out in 2021. I don't care if I ever see it. It's or right. do that in 2021, but go ahead. I couldn't give two shits to ever see Top Gun Maverick. Oh, no, I don't know. No desire. Don't care. Don't care. You know, I like the first one. So I I told the guys this before we started to record. I actually went through the list and did one for everyone. You know what I recommend people watch while they wait for Top Gun? Iron Eagle. Iron Eagle. Good (laughs) guess, Jeff, because that's all. I was like, just watch Iron Eagle. It's all three of those Iron Eagle movies will give you the same feeling. The third one is called Aces. Why do I know that? I've never seen the damn picture. Neither have I. It's called Aces. Google it. What's what's the other uh is it or is that a helicopter movie with Tommy Lee Jones and Nick Cage and uh Fire Firehawk. Firehawk, thank you. Yeah, just watch Firehawk. Yeah, yeah. Nick see see he's gotta put that thing over Nick Cage's eye to train him, Tommy Lee does. Yeah. Holy shit, I remember the whole plot of that movie. I forgot all about it. Well, it's I'm not glad. a good movie. Don't go see it. <laughs> No, no, Don't but I mean, that. seriously, if you're, if you're hurting, like if you, Tommy Lee's eats a lot of ice cream in that picture. If you're sitting night. there, actually, if you're looking for a, a, a movie that involves flight and, and, uh, something like Top Gun Maverick is, I'm going to go ahead and say, if you really do want to see something, I, Iron Eagle probably would be a place to start, but also, um, oh shoot. What's the name of the film with Tommy Lee Jones and Clint Eastwood where they go to space? 
Space Cowboys. Yeah, Space, Space Cowboys. Cowboys. Space Cowboys. Tommy Lee Jones eats a lot of ice cream in that picture at Get, night. Jimmy Gardner. Jimmy Gardner's Little in that Little Jimmy picture. Gardner. Everybody's uh, dead. I was watching the producers uh, tonight not, and said out loud, everyone's dead. Not Everyone Tony. on this screen right yeah. now is I was watching dead. Public Enemy. <laughs> I was watching Public Enemy going, hey, everybody's dead. <laughs> No, no, the James Cagney public. James Cagney. I, said, I was watching a silent film, but I said everybody's dead. Do you know why Not Top Gun silent works? Film with them. Val Kilmer. No. no well, idea. not in my opinion. I don't ever think Tony I never Scott. actually thought it worked. Tony Scott. I, Tony Scott oh, and yeah. Tony Waystone. Tony Scott shot that film. The music, that's the reason it works. I was gonna say, and, there, and I, I don't know that there is a. I don't remember there being a plot. No, I was gonna say, I is it one? I know this will. Some people will hate me for saying this, and that's fine. I hate myself more than anybody else could hate me. I never liked Top Gun. Sorry. I don't either. Neither did I. I've always hated it. And I would say, don't. I would say, skip Iron Eagles and watch Hot Shots. I mean, Hot Shots pretty good. Yeah, Hot Shots pretty good. That's a good yeah. picture. All right. All right. Um, James, you got one more before we talk about the one we all three have. I, I've got a few. I mean, I've got a few more. I can run through them. Well, go through to... just a few. Let's not name every picture. No, I'll do this quickly. I'll just. Okay. You're waiting for the next Avatar film? Go see Fern Gully. Worth your time. Uh, <laughs> <you're>... <laughs> That's on the nose. By the way, did you know I've never? I can't think I've ever seen The Land Before Time. <laughs> What? I was showing what? the I was showing the kid the the, the TV Joe? cartoon there Joe. of the Land Before Time. I've never seen the original one. Joe. I don't think. Joe. Yeah. Oh my god! Don't, don't get attached to Littlefoot's mom, man. I know you're gonna find her attractive. Well, I kind of like her big feet, if you know what I mean. <laughs> that is um, a heart. That is a heart wrenching film. Uh, so uh, yeah, Avatar. Seriously, Fern Gully. You at least get to hear Tim Curry sing. That's worth your admission. Uh, you're you're one of those people waiting for the Batman. You want a dark and greasy superior film? Go ahead and go watch Kick Ass or Logan, or Dread or The Crow. There. And do not, do not, do not watch Kick Ass too. Oh yeah, well, no. you know what? Put it on and fast forward to Jim Carrey, and when he's not there, keep fast forwarding. Uh, you're one of those people waiting for the Beatles. Get back. Go watch Yellow Submarine. Um, you're waiting while you're for on the- acid. Uh, you're waiting for Black Adam. I would go say watch uh, Ian McKellen as Magneto in the first X-Men movie. Uh, Black Widow, go watch Kill Bill or Hannah. Uh, Bob's Burgers, the movie. Uh, go watch the Simpsons movie or Incredibles 2. Bob's Burgers is getting a movie. Yep. Didn't know Why? That. Yeah, it's a big deal. Because people like it and they'll pay money to see it, Joe. I don't know. That's how yes. business works. Um, yes. Maybe I just missed something when I watched it. You're waiting for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. because I am sure looking for that, but they Atlanta. haven't shot one frame of that, to my knowledge. Uh, you'll watch Donnie Darko or Dark City. It'll tide you over. I know. Uh, no. Dark Man. That, that's Sam Raimi. about magic. But Sam or, Raimi directed it, and it's a yeah, superhero picture. But it's not about warping reality. I um, was pretty warped. <laughs> well, that's because you... Uh, Larry you Drake know. warped my reality, sir. Uh, uh, if you're waiting for the Eternals, just go watch the first Highlander. Ignore the other ones. Not the sequels, but the first Highlander. Um, it follows mm. the plot of the Eternals pretty close, Chad. You're waiting for Fantastic Beast 3? Go watch The Golden Compass. Uh, or read the book. Is Johnny Depp in that too, or did they cut him out as well? 
I think he plays a badger. I don't know. Anybody seen the Golden Compass? Where the yes, I have. I, I saw it in the yeah. theater when it came out. Yeah. Uh, Fast and the Furious 10. Just watch Death Race, the remake. It's the same thing. Uh, no, the Death no, Race no, remake no. has a lot of fucks and blood. Also, also, it's not about family. No. Oh, I'm no. sorry. Watch and Rush. And Ian McShane then. is in the remake. Watch Rush, then. It's about family. <laughs> Uh, the Forever Purge. Go watch Straw Dogs. <laughs> oh, just watch Straw Dogs. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Peck and Paul saying "fuck you" to the audience. Uh, let's see, Jurassic World Dominion. Just go watch the Sound of Thunder. You're just watching it for the dinosaurs. Whatever you do, do not watch the Sound of Thunder. <laughs> yeah, that don't. movie is damn near unwatchable. It's terrible, James. Oh, but no, I, I do want to. I'm going to jump in on this one because I had one for this, and it's off the wall because it's not dinosaur related. Because the big thing about Jurassic World Dominion is we're we're finally getting Sam Neill back to the Jurassic World um, universe, <laughs> and he's going to have Dominion. Oh, and I was, um, I wanted to Go recommend the video. The exorcist is pretty cool. <laughs> Them jackals oh. are like di- dinosaurs. They're like them. They have fur. I wanted to recommend a good Sam Neill film. Um, just to tide you over for his performance in Jurassic world. Um, and I want to recommend hunt for the wilder people. Uh, it's one of Taika, uh, Taika Waititi's, uh, first, uh, f- films before he got into Marvel. Is that um, the one with the kid? That's yeah, the one with the kid. I've never seen it. It is really, really good. It is, uh, it is Jojo Rabbit good. Yeah, is that the one that's is it? What's it streaming on? Did you see it? It is streaming on, I believe, HBO Max. Uh, no, uh, Netflix or Amazon Prime. Okay, I believe I'll, it's on. Netflix. I'll watch that this week. I didn't realize you should. It, was streaming. it is. It is amazing. It um, I'd like to see that. And you know, honestly, speaking of Taika Waititi, I've been a fan with him since since Eagle versus Shark. So, but uh, that's beside the point. Uh, but Sam Neill's performance in Hunt for the Wilder People is really, really amazing. So if you if you like Sam Neill and you haven't seen that film, watch it. James, go ahead. Uh, I, for the King's Man, since it's a flashback and it's about the origin, I would say go back and watch the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes films. They kind of have that same. Oh, especially the first one. Um, the first one. First I don't one. know why that second one's so uneven because it's every same person, but it's an uneven film. I enjoy them both, though. I mean, yeah, the first one is, but I mean, the second one, I, the way they did Moriarty's internal monologue against his, I enjoyed it. I know it took some people out of it, but I enjoyed that part. No, I like uh, that part, but man, that movie. It's an uneven film. There's, there's a couple movies I didn't have recommendations for, but I'm going to say them anyway. So if y'all want to chime in, uh, for those of our listeners who are eagerly awaiting Legally Blonde 3, guys, you got anything for them? Because I sure don't. Yeah. Uh, what's the one? Where, I'll give them something that, of a movie that I did like her in. Is it The Wild or wherever she plays the real-life woman who went and walked across country or through I think the... That's, I think it's called The Wild. I yeah. think it's called The Wild. I really enjoyed that movie. Check it out. Legally okay. Blonde was in that. I've never actually seen either one of the Legally Blonde films. I'd shit on them, but I really have never seen them. I've seen them because my wife liked them. Um, my problem with them is not that they're terrible movies. It's that there's, there's to me, there's a commentary about education in general that I, I, I can't dissect enough. And that's my interpretation of it. It's my problem. Uh, my, honest, my honest opinion is if you want something to hold you over for Legally Blonde, check out Reese Witherspoon in Election. That is a oh. that's another good movie. That's so. that's uh Alexander whatever his face Payne. is. Yeah, Alexander Payne. Guys, I didn't have a recommendation for this either, but I know some people are looking for it. The Many Saints of Newark, the Sopranos prequel. 
I was trying to think of any film about the rise of a crime family. I'm hesitant because I love The Sopranos. The Sopranos is just gold But I couldn't think of a film unless maybe Once Upon a Time in America that would be a parallel. Godfather. (laughs) but Mm. Well, I guess Godfather, but I mean, I think it's it's a different type of chord. I Mm. don't know. I don't know. You're probably right. Um, you have to give me a second on that. Yeah, okay. I don't. I don't. Well, I'll go on with my. I list. got you one. Innocent Blood, just because it has mobsters and no one ever talks about John Landis is Innocent Blood. All right. It's. I actually think it's one of his underappreciated gems. Um, if you're one of the people, honestly, watch- I just I just mentioned it. Public Enemy with James Cagney. I was about oh, to say, yeah. when'd you talk about Innocent Blood? <laughs> oh. um, if you're one of the people waiting for the Matrix Four, which was going to come out May twenty first, twenty twenty one, but it's now moved back to April first. Uh, I would recommend you play Cyberpunk 2077 or just to see the response from my co-host, watch Johnny Mnemonic and follow that up with the 13th floor. Hold on. Hold on. Here it comes. Skip them both and watch 13 Ghosts. No, watch Virtuosity. There. Now I've hit every film. I actually watched that. I watched that like two weeks ago. Damn, is it terrible. It wasn't good I when enjoyed, it came out. I know, but I, I thought, enjoy the one-liners. I own it on DVD. I enjoy the one-liners. All right, I'm sorry. Are you upset that I'm carrying around the joy of killing your family? Um, Minecraft, if you're one of the people waiting for Minecraft, uh, no. just watch the Lego movie. I don't have any recommendation for Minions, Rise of Gru. My recommendations for Mission Impossible 7, just watch the Jack Ryan film. Start with The Hunt for Red October and go from there. Okay, real quick, I actually do not care for the Harrison Ford Jack Ryan film. Neither do I. I hate, I don't, I don't care. I for don't know all. why, but Clear. I always thought they were boring. I never understood why people like Patriot Games or Clear and Present Danger. I, don't I think Clear either. and Present Danger is a, it is nothing. I'm Sorry. with Chad on this. I love Hunt for Red October. In fact, I like the one with Ben, uh, blah, 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 blah. Some of all fear. I like the Some of all fear because it has a hell of an ending, too, yeah. by the way. It's got, got a great third act. Uh, those two movies I like. I've never watched the actual show with Jim from The Office. Well, how about Chris Pines, Jack Ryan? I've show? never seen that one. I never bothered I to watch it. I was not, honestly, it, 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 he was a step above Harrison Ford for me, but I, at the same time, I was just not a fan. Yeah, was that directed? Was did it just start Kenneth Branagh? Or was it? No, directed he directed it too. He directed okay. it too. Mm-hmm. That, I think that was his follow up to uh, Thor. Thor. Yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, no he time to die. Cinder. Uh, if you need something to tie, I thought you, you were over. going to talk about that one, James. I thought you'd have like 15 things. Well, no, my recommendation for No Time to Die. It's just because yeah. I'm doing the same thing myself with my son because he saw the trailer and he goes, I have to see that movie. And I'm like, oh, no, you don't watch that movie till you understand the gestalt. So my recommendation there is watch all the other Bond films. There's, there's a lot of there. Uh, oh, skip Moonraker. No, you do not movies. skip Moonraker. You How dare get, you, sir, you leave out a Richard Keel role. Start with, start, start with Thunderball, skip Moonraker. <laughs> Jo- no, you've got to start with Dr. No because it establishes... And it's I'm going to go with James on this. You have to start with Dr. No. no. I agree. I'm and just you, messing with you. And, you. Yeah, and you have to do Goldfinger. Yeah. yeah, you have to You have to know the full Bond. before. Um, you know. But there are some shitty Bond movies, folks. Yeah. Yes, there are. I'm waiting for Sherlock Holmes 3, but we just talked about it, but I don't have any recommendations there. I don't have any recommendations. Young Sherlock Holmes, yes. Uh, I, I, I don't have any recommendations for Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. No, I don't man. either. I don't uh, either. But I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see it. <laughs> Thor, Love, and Thunder, I'm I'm pumped for. 
All but I could think these, about is a couple just, of these movies they haven't even started shooting yet. Oh, no, no. I know, but they were going to come out in 2021, and now they're not. They've been pushed back a year. But I'm not um, wrong, am yeah. I? No, no they, they haven't even started shooting this. They shit. haven't even okay. started shooting Batman or Spider Man yet. Uh, Venom, let there be carnage. I don't have anything for though. I, 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 I yeah, hope. definitely don't see the first piece of shit. I kind of liked it. I, I know, know you. I know. I, I know. It's I'm not good. Ground. I'm between you all, but I, my entire thing is, I just don't want them to screw up carnage because they screw up carnage. I'm gonna lose my every. You realize I'm not recommending it. I'm just saying I didn't hate it. It was I. It was okay. I. I my thought, big problem is I don't think I've seen a good Andy Circus directed film. Um, West Side well, would you, Story. Do you not like the? I haven't watched it yet. The His Jungle Book version. I couldn't get through it, it to be honest. Oh, really? With you. Is that? But, but, it's, but the problem is, I don't like the Jungle Book. His is supposed to be more uh, authentic to the book, though, right? Like have more probably, of the actual I don't true know. Jungle Book story. Um, West Side Story. My recommendation is you watch this earlier version called West Side Story. But that being and said, Andy have... Circus is a very talented individual. I'd look forward to anything he does. Andy shot second unit on the Hobbit, but I don't yeah. know why in the hell. I I know he's I'll tell you why Spielberg's doing it because he almost did Hook as a musical he's wanted to do a musical for years so yeah but I don't know why he picked West Side Story yeah well and Wicked uh I know a lot of people love Wicked my wife loves Wicked I don't have any recommendations in place of Wicked you're just gonna have to wait for Wicked I guess so that's my I read the book and don't know why I read the book (laughs) Uh, I mean my wife and, and my daughter both love the stage show yeah, and they've yeah. both been to the stage show i think twice. so should we talk about ghostbusters gentlemen yeah oh my say, god so. have you seen it came out in 84 it's a good film it's a good picture hey i like it a lot i did I've that joke to my three-year-old the other Tomorrow day I said, have you seen me. ghostbusters he said yeah <laughs> i Tomorrow. need to save some of the jokes for a while to borrow some of the line uh, to borrow a line from a sir chadwick jennings i've heard good things I've heard yeah. good things about this Ghostbuster picture. I mean, so, he's had enough time to, if there's any flaws, to do something to fix it, I hope. I, and, and, and here's the thing, and this is why I'm keeping a pretty even kill about it, yeah. because it doesn't have to be for me. No. The Ghostbusters is for me is over there on my shelf yeah i want this to be and it, i was having this conversation yeah, the, the, the 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 one the one from a few years ago is on the show it is actually on my shelf That's it's on my shelf too i actually i love those girls um but hey no, my bit my big problem with that film they were perfect the only problem is they cater to the fans if they hadn't catered to the fans that movie would have stood up on its own yeah. what do you mean they cater to the fans that whole get, last act they uh, here they catering to the fans yeah, state pub. State I just think pub. I just thought it was bad writing. It I don't know. Um, it, it and, just, and they and actually they, those two of those ladies are perfect. The other two are vanilla. Um, but but them. anyway, uh, I don't I, think, I think Melissa the, McCarthy or what's her face is funny in that. Um, I think that the thing with uh, so Ghostbusters Afterlife, I was having a conversation online with with some people that I talked to online. Uh, and it, we were talking about Star Trek, and I said, you know, they, it always starts that conversation of, well, what what would be Star Trek? And I always say the original series because it came out well before I was born, but it's what I watched with my dad, and so that was what that was my my gateway to that world. Uh, my kids, it's not like I put on the original series and they'll watch it, but it's not. But they they don't miss Lower Decks or Discovery, um, yeah. and so you know, Ghostbusters Afterlife doesn't have to be for me. I'm glad they're telling the story. What I know of the story, I'm pumped to see. But um, yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I know but, we're going to talk about some recommendations. Do but, you have yeah. a recommendation? I have Man. a couple. I have, I have one and one goof one. What are you going to see other than Ghostbusters? Frighteners. Frighteners. Oh, that's not a bad one. If you haven't, I mean, if you've never seen Frighteners and you like Ghostbusters, you owe it to yourself to see Frighteners. Yeah, the Frighteners is my recommend, my serious recommendation for Ghostbusters Afterlife, just to hold you over. Yeah, yeah. I have one other one that I don't. I'm know curious what your other one was because that's the only one I could come up with other than my goof one. Well, it's not the same type of humor, and it it's international. It came out of New Zealand, but Housebound. Anybody seen Housebound besides Oh, me? Housebound's I a have. good movie. I have, yeah. It's a Housebound. good movie. Housebound is it's, mm-hmm. it's not the same type I of humor. I forgot all about it. Yeah. Uh, it's not the it same type of humor, though. but it is basically the plot to Housebound is she is a, a, a troublemaker. She gets arrested for blowing up an ATM in the beginning. And it again, there's times, and some people have critiqued it as uneven, because be, and I'll just give this example of what you can expect. In the first five minutes of the film, it's her and her, her male accomplice are going to rob this ATM outside of this convenience store. And they pull up and they get all their stuff. He comes out with a sledgehammer. She's got a crowbar and he goes over and he hits the ATM and it doesn't do anything. And she says, you've got to swing harder. And he swings harder and the handle on the sledgehammer breaks. The, sledge, the hammer part goes back and hits him and knocks him out. And then she literally pries it open, sticks in a uh, stick of dynamite. And I was like, okay, well, it's slapstick a little bit, but it's also really dark. And then it cuts to the scene of her grabbing the money and then literally dragging him across the parking lot as you hear the sirens come. She ends up getting arrested and she is housebound. In other words, she is in prison in her home with an ankle bracelet. And for some reason, the next part that made me actually laugh out loud just a little bit was when her mother walks in and goes, oh, that's a lot of technology they're putting on your bracelet. Aren't you lucky to have that? <laughs> Imagine how much tech- that has that, that uh, the, uh, what is it? The, the fiber optic cables in it. Oh, that's very fancy. And it, so anyway, she ends up being housebound with her parents and it turns out their parents' home is having some paranormal things going yeah. on. Housebound is a good film. So if you've never seen Housebound or The Frighteners and you're like me, you're just like, hey, I need my Ecto Cooler back. I need them Twinkies, what, that have ghosts in them. Um, That's all they announced, uh, a new new Twinkies based on the film. I'm here for the merchandising at this point. I got Uh, two things for you. Did did we talk about the Jason Reitman interview where he's talking to Spielberg? I can't remember if I talked this conversation. Because... You know, Ghostbusters 2 is an uneven movie, and I enjoy it, and I love it, and my son loves it, and I know you guys love it, but he was talking to Spielberg at a D, at, and he was at, they were talking about what you're going to be doing, and he said, uh, I'm doing Ghostbusters, and Spielberg leaned over to him and said that the librarian ghost was one of the top 10 scariest moments in film history. Yeah. Hmm. I said, And then I, my kid loves ghostbusters and has a hard time with that scene i I either have to fast forward it or start it right after it now he used a few months ago he could do it now it just kind of scares him and i was thinking about it if because i've seen it so many times it's it's lost on me but if i saw it and i did see it in 84 as a kid that movie has a dark edge to it it's much edgier the cartoon watered down ghostbusters too and i'm hoping that ghostbusters afterlife is edgier like the first one 
I hope it's edgy and I hope there's some humor to it because right now from that trailer I was not overly I, I feel like, like the, the trailer. Hum- I feel like the humor's been have, what have you heard the, the the comment that um Jason Reitman did an interview with uh was it Empire maybe um and and he was talking about yeah it was Empire and he was talking about seeing the um they did a screening and his dad came and as he says, my dad hasn't been living leaving the house because yeah. of COVID, but he agreed to come to the screening. And uh, um, so his dad actually had to take a COVID test, mm-hmm. and he wore a mask the entire time, sitting through the movie. Went to the Sony lot and got to watch it. And uh, um, Jason Reitman said that uh, you know Ivan Reitman's seventy four years old, and he said as he wa- was watching out, he said Dad actually had some tears in his eyes, and he said I'm so proud to be your father. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And uh, uh, you know, Jason Reitman said that is the greatest moment of my life, and I'm like, I don't know if that vouches well for the movie. Well, I hope it does. Bill Murray said in an interview, he said that it's got a lot of heart to it, that the script yeah. had a lot of heart to it. So it may be a different kind of Ghostbusters film. I mean, it's it's got to deal with the fact that Egon's passed on. It's got yeah. to got it's got to deal with connective tissue. Those first two, um, it. It, it may be fine that it's a different kind of movie. I just, I don't, I think, I, I just hope it's a slightly edgy. Do, do you think, and I, I've been thinking about this. I don't know if I want to. I've watched that trailer so many times. Oh my God. I, I, well, oh man, my. I see Ecto-1 on screen. And I'm just I like, know. Now I'm there. I've showed it to my kid. My it kid is. It. If I have to rent the theater yeah. in November, if I have to pay 100 if I have to pay 200 whatever it's going to cost. If yeah. I can't, depending on where we're at, if I have to rent the theater, then that's yeah. what I'll do. No, I agree. I, well, and that's my entire thing. But I've got a question for you all, and, and we could probably do an episode about theories on Ghostbusters. But do you want to see Egon's ghost? No. No. I don't either. But I was thinking about it, and, and I think that's, that's think again, cop out. I think going with the connective tissue element of, I think that's where you, because one of my favorite part about Ghostbusters one, as I am older, I, it wasn't when I was a kid. This isn't what made me love Ghostbusters one. But there's a scene in Ghostbusters one, for those of you that may not be as familiar with the film as we are as geeks, where it is Winston and Ray in the car. Yes. And they have that religious conversation where Winston yeah. says he's very religious, and Ray says, "I don't know the guy." Yeah. You know, we're basically talking about God, and I think this movie never made, met him. Yeah, I never met him. Uh, the uh, I think this movie may touch on that somewhat in that, you know, who stays who. And I, in my mind, Egon being the scientist would want to go see what's on the other side, right? He would not stay. Yeah. He would I, it, not haunt. He would go. And we've talked about this before, but you're at, it reminded me something, James, while you were saying it. The other reason why Ghostbusters 2 is not successful and you know they're going to win. I know you know you're going to win. It's a summer 84 big blockbuster film. But when they fire up those proton packs at that end, it is perfect acting. The look that Bill Murray gives Dan Aykroyd and Dad Aykroyd where he says, see you on the other side, Ray. And then he smiles. It's perfect acting. And it looks like they're actually friends. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. In the moment, he says, see, nice working with you, Dr. Vinkman they've got to sacrifice their lives and they're about to yep. do it. And yep. it's really heavy for a comedy. 
Yeah. And yeah. the second one doesn't have it. They just kind of shoot Vigo back into the painting. It ends. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Not that any of it, I understand. But do you all, you guys got, there's no weight to the second one, especially at the end. There's just well, no that's weight what I mean. to it. Yeah, it's no a fun darkness. movie. I enjoy it. But they're just about to commit suicide. And 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 it even is a joke. This, this job isn't working worth another, what, 14 5 a year? Yeah. Isn't it 11 5? 11 5 or 11, whatever five, it is. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But does it matter? I mean, it was 1984. See you on the other side, Ray. Nice working with you, Dr. Vinkman. But and I think that's it. I think that's why the first one, because, I mean, you can do a quote-unquote religious analysis of Ghostbusters. Yeah. You can do a, and and I agree, that's not there in the second one. There's there's there are, there's, there's there's a little weight, there's but there's a, nothing. No, it's not. There's some great scenes. It's kind of like Star Trek V in the sense of there's some great scenes in the second one of them hanging out. And you see some friendship, and you kind of, and it's fun just to watch the old guys hang out. And that's what's best about Star Trek Five that everybody yeah. hates is that that's the one with the, all the great, just the three of them friends hanging, just being together. Yeah. But it, it doesn't have the weight. No, no, and I, I think that, and that's what I'm, I'm interested. So I wonder in how they add it to it. Yeah. I, 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 I'm interested in seeing because that was what I was thinking, and and I mean, I guess there's a way you can do an Egon ghost and it work, but in my mind, I don't know how you do. If it. you held a gun to my head, I would. I, if you have to have that as a line of dialogue, you would say something about no, he would go on to explore, like he would have not stayed if he could, if he did not have to. Yeah. Which I think is one of the things that the first movie does explore is, you know because it would, then it would become a much different film but why are these things here yeah what what brings them back right so i know we yeah. spent a lot of time on ghostbusters but i enjoyed talking about it oh no no and i but yeah did, so do you have any recommendations of what people can watch i swear to god i don't i i, I wish filmation i did film? <laughs> film my kid likes them my kid likes them he that the, the 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 dvd you bought him for christmas he's watched it at least twice and then we've actually i think they're on imdb tv or one of the yeah. other ones yeah. Yeah. yeah so he he enjoys it you know he likes ghosts i don't know where he gets it i know but he likes it what are you gonna and, do uh yeah my goof recommendation is youtube ghost fever we haven't mentioned ghost fever in a hundred <laughs> and some odd episodes <laughs> I was, I'll be honest, Chad, I was about 10% afraid you were going to try to, you were going to reference the movie that tried to do to aliens what Ghostbusters did for ghosts. I'm about, talking about evolution. I thought you were going to say, no. well, which is, which is not a good movie and almost a direct, which he, Evan Roman directed it. It's an absolute, it's a ripoff of Ghostbusters. Doesn't work. And Ghostbusters too. They don't, instead <laughs> of thought, slime, it's head and shoulders. By the way, I thought you were going. I thought James might have mentioned Men in Black. You know, Men in Black is. Although I'm not a fan, I know you are. I am a fan, but I I think again, Men in Black is for people uh, without giving my age away. It's for people ten years younger than we are. Like I I was thinking, and I said this years ago. I don't think it's as popular. No, no, no. It has not stayed as popular. It is. It. But. I think that, you know, if you look at the, the quote unquote gestalt, uh, or if you take it the snapshot in time, how many pairs of those shades sold? Those Ray Bans oh, yeah, sold yeah, yeah. Yeah, when that movie came out? And how many cups did the restaurants have? And I, I remember, and it felt, even though it may not have lasted as long, even as, and who knows, we may, 10 years from now, it may be Men in Black Afterlife or whatever. Oh, but, I'm sure, but it, it 
but I, I think that's the the difference. But I, I remember years ago when we went to Universal, um, more than a decade ago now. Shit, uh, James, yeah. don't start talking about. They 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 this still had. Great. It was the final days of when they had the Ghostbusters versus Beetlejuice stage show, mm-hmm. and that was it. Was I mean it was dying then. Yep. Um, but the Men in Black ride had a line. Yep. And I think that gets to the idea that. You know, Men in Black was for for us. If you were eight to ten years old when Men in Black came out, and my sister was around that age group when the first Men in Black came out, it was your Ghostbusters for a little while. Maybe it didn't last as long, but I mean, the song, the video premiere, all of that stuff, the dancing alien that was in the music video. I wonder if it's Halloween. I don't know. There's just something about Ghostbusters that just transcends. I maybe it's just because it's the one thing well, that the three of us right. have. It's the first movie I saw in the theater. I don't well, have I, a favorite no. movie, but it's probably one of. If I, you know what I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm putting too much. Well, no, I think you're it. right though. I think Ghostbusters does the play. It just Halloween. keeps selling. Yeah, I, I mean, you you hear Ray Halloween. Parker on the radio every Halloween, just like yeah. Thriller. You and, and every Halloween. And you don't have that with Men in Black. I mean, they don't say, oh, it's Halloween, let's play the Men in Black thing. Right. Maybe it is Halloween. I don't know. There's just something about that movie that just hasn't stopped. It just keeps going. It just keeps rolling on. All right, guys. Well, not, I'm glad none of us are going to rent out a theater for Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I know there's a ton of people who love it and are really excited. They've I tried don't to understand do it for years. why. I just, it's just not my cup of tea. And I know America. somebody's... I know somebody's probably shitting on some of the things that we're excited about, and they're probably maybe accurate. I just don't. That one, that one escapes me. You know what? Uh, oddly enough, Top Gun, I know more because my brother had the Nintendo video game. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you've never played the Nintendo video game for you hip young kids with your great graphics, go and get what is, what is the downloadable? The, no, it's not a mod. It's a... Emulator. Emulator. Go get an emulator. Get the Nintendo Top Gun. And let me know. It, the first couple missions aren't too bad, but I think it's about the third or fourth mission where you have to do a mid-air refuel and you got to line it up, or you crash and die. Let me know how that works for you, kids. <laughs> Not bitter. All right. Anything else to add, gentlemen? Yeah. Um, if despite everything we said, any studio executive hears this, we will write Top Gun Three. Yeah. 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 We'll put just may know in it. It just it just may not be what you think you're going to get when you get it, <laughs> but we're open to suggestions. We'll read your notes. We're going to have Goose lives. Oh, and we're and we're going and we're going, and we're going to take you to arbitration to get story rides for points. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just FYI, letting you know. All right, this has been Bonehead Weekly. We'll see you in 20... All right, we're already in 2021. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, Hopefully we'll, we'll see, see you in 2021 again. Hopefully I we'll mean, see you at the movies. Hopefully we'll see you at some freaking conventions before long. That would be nice. It'd be nice to leave my house. Yeah. You ever do that? Just leave your house? <laughs> yeah, every once in a while. Now I, I got to go back to work now. All right, I'll talk. We'll see you guys later. Grrrr. <sighs>